0: <laughs> All right. The super flex is here. It's my favorite time of year. Love super flex drafts. Embrace the chaos. I'm actually doing one right now. And, uh, you know, you can't stop me. I might, I might join another one before we're done. I don't know.
1: Probably should just be streamers.
0: I'm actually on the clock and I have no idea what I'm going to do. So let me just, uh, plug in Izzy and, uh, uh, reach on him by 50 spots. All right. Superflex recording this Friday night, same day of launch. What do we need to know going from the big board into the Superflex because I'm smashing this one.
1: Yep. It, I mean, we're going to be hitting just some quick, some quick micro takeaways here. And then obviously we'll be back in a couple of days because it's just what we do. But let's start with the, let's start with the fill rate. Got to got to highlight it because I talked about it on the the previous podcast, previous Tournament, Big Board, not Superflex, 2,350 entrants per day. Us, the d 2,350. That was the average number of entries per day. And in this first day for Big Board, Superflex, we are currently, it is 9.43 Eastern Standard Time, same day of the Superflex launch. We're currently at 4,100. So by the end of this day, we're pretty much gonna double the number of entrants, and it just goes to show that just what the like how much the D-Gens just seek the first mover ADP reset edge. God is it chaotic? God is it fun? But we expect that that fill rate to pull back a little bit um, as the edge starts to disappear. One thing that I'm gonna be interested in is to see. If because this is just a smaller a smaller tournament, five thousand or fifty six thousand one hundred and sixty entrants compared to the one hundred and twelve thousand eight hundred of standard big board. If because it's smaller, does it just fill faster? If we expect that you know that this particular rate doesn't uh, continue throughout the entire tournament and it ends up meeting that 2350 average from the big board that'll put us at a filled date of 24 days from now which would be sunday the 23rd of april which goodness gracious i do believe that that is before the draft yes which it is yeah uh I think I, perfect I think, timing. I think that the fill rate is going to be faster than the big board, just because it's it's smaller and you know you see that that fill just continue to climb and the deejays get a little uneasy. Oh, are they going to miss out? So they just keep firing faster.
0: Yep, we'll have some draft hype, I'm sure, picking up in those final few days. Uh, you know, about a week before the NFL draft, we'll have some rumors, maybe some trades, maybe some more Schefter bombs we'll see. So, what are the differences here? Positional distribution is the first topic. Yep, I that just we're want to hitting how it lays out, you know, things things are uh they're different out here in the Superflex streets.
1: Yep, so just just comparatively to where ADP's at right now compared to just looking at ADP April 19th of 2022, which was one of the one of the later days of the big big board superflex tournament. Currently right now within the first 5 rounds, you have 17 quarterbacks that are that are being drafted. You have 7 in the first, 4 in the in the second, 2 2 in the third, 1 in the fourth, 3 in the fifth. April 19th, 2022. Big Board Superflex. 18 quarterbacks being were drafted in the first 3 rounds. So again, 17 quarterbacks first five first five rounds currently, 18 quarterbacks first 3 rounds last year. Pretty much expect that quarterbacks are going going to climb and they and they're going to end up filling filling up the second round as equal, equally as many players really as going uh in the first round. So currently right now there's seven quarterbacks in the first only 4 in the second. That second round is going to fill up with with quarterbacks. Last year, you had eight quarterbacks going in the first, seven quarterbacks going in the second. And when we talk about I mean, we've already hit on it hit on it before, but you know, there's there's a pretty big drop off this year in quarterbacks and just a lot of uncertainty for like a third a third of the team just not having, you know, for sure uh moving forward franchise quarterbacks. So, because of that, you could even see a little bit more upward pressure. So not as many, uh, say quarterbacks being drafted um, within like the, the more middle rounds of like six and seven, maybe you get more, more like around four and five, just because the drop off seems a little bit, a little bit dramatic. So right now, just kind of, kind of how I'm approaching it. We'll get into some of the positional discrepancies, of where players are being drafted, standard big board versus, um, big board super flex today, and who are good buying opportunities, who are kind of fades, where they're where they're being priced, but just overall kind of strategically, and we'll get into a greater level of detail. But I just, I, some of the some of the quarterbacks that uh like say say if you can expect that there are going to be fifteen. 15 16 quarterbacks that are going in the first first two rounds who are those quarterbacks like down to like number 15 and 16 based off of uh based off of standard big board ADP and when you look at that range of like 13 14 15 16 and we'll include 17 cuz Trey Lance is number 15 number 13 is uh, Kirk Cousins, who I think has like an ADP like third, like thirty right now. Um, he'll end up he'll end up making his way up. Aaron Rodgers, QB fourteen. Um, Jerry Goff, QB sixteen. Geno Smith, QB seventeen. A lot of those guys, if it's a reflection of last year, those guys probably should end up making their way into the second round. So, like one of the things I want to be able to do is uh get multiple like as like multiple of those guys like at their current ADPs, if I can get like combinations of like one, two, three uh, uh, picks just to be because that could end up becoming unique because you may end up as the tournament and ADP quickly corrects, only be able to get like unique co- combinations of like of, of two of them. So that's kind of one thing that I'm going to be focusing on a little bit. And then just some of these, uh, some of these, positional discrepancies, but just high level strategy, just right now, navigating the drafts is absolute complete chaos. That's what makes it fun. Um, I think that it, and one of the things that I just like to be able to do in all these super flex tournaments is a just kind of just kind kinda fill out fill out my roster as it's going because I don't I don't I definitely don't want to just over allocate to one particular uh, positional group, not named quarterback early because if you do that, it, it, just every draft, is, every draft is so different. So, like for example, if you load up on four wide receivers, bun in the first, can't take advantage of those dips when they come. That yep, exactly. With it within like the first six rounds, even though those players look really, really, really good, it's hard to lay off. And it's, it, 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 I'm it, proud of it, myself. It's hard, hard to lay good. off. Yep, a couple, a couple times, it's, it's even, it's even happened to me. Um and two's and two's enough. It won't ha- it won't happen again. But if you overallocate early, uh, then you're not going to be able to take advantage of the dips that take place late. So kind of nibbling per position as you're uh going through and you know just scooping F- fill fill and uh fill each p- fill by position and then fill later in the draft as opportunity presents itself. Yep. You have to leave that door open. Be as flexible for, as possible.
0: For a huge uh you know, there's nothing worse than not being able to take advantage of a huge uh you know, discrepancy in ADP there, like all oh, this guy's, you know, twenty spots past ADP, but I already have you know, I already have five receivers, I already have five running backs, whatever the case may be. Uh so important in these super flex. I mean, that's why these are these are so fun to uh to go through.
1: Yep definitely definitely don't over don't overallocate early and i'm just i'm overall i'm going to be really excited uh uh to be able to uh report back on some of the some of the stuff that's happening within within ADP um and well another thing that i would say right now just really don't feel, and I don't think that you need to have like an extreme need to like force the stacks because what's going to end up happening, the quarterbacks are going to work their, work their way up to the higher rounds. And then you're going to be able to, to it'll be inverse of like the, the standard big board where majority of quarterbacks go later and early in the draft, you uh you draft those skill position players This will be inverse where, and and then you grab the quarterback. This will be inverse that you grab the quarterback, and then you're going to be able to stack the 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 pass catchers after. So, like in these early drafts, I wouldn't be like just thinking to myself, "Oh, like if there's really really good value on another player that's not a stack that you like need to need to force a stack because you're going to be able to get stacking and construction uh, later as the market kind of works itself out that way." But and then the other thing that I just want to be able to mention because of that, um. You can tell that there's a lot of hesitancy with draft with drafters right now, like not knowing, not knowing who to select because ADP doesn't align with with stacking. So you're really seeing a lot of a lot of dips on high quality high quality wide receivers early, and because of that, I think that a a, a good strategy is to be able to get those. Get those, get, get those early quarterbacks, get uh, some of those elite early running backs, and then just within this really short time frame be able to capitalize on those slipping wide receivers um, as in the earlier rounds, say like the first five or so, the market works its way out for uh, the quarterbacks and all the pass catchers being aligned within ADP because that's what will end up happening uh, for the pricing.
0: Yeah, I like what you said about not forcing stacks because... You got to navigate downstream, man. I mean, there's so many ways that you can do this. And the market will get there. The only time, like, so far that it's not forcing a stack, it's when, you know, I have to reach on ADP to get ahead of the draft flexibility, like this one I'm doing right now. This is the first one I've really tried to punt quarterback. So, I'm like, I had to reach on Jordan Love. I already had Christian Watson, and it just kind of worked out that way where I'm reaching on Jordan Love. Not just to get the stack... It was more for the draft flexibility, which uh, was more important. Uh, but it just worked out that way.
1: And just stacks, stacks that, like the number one stack, <clears throat> the ADP will work its work its way out. And but Patrick Mahomes right now, I like to be able to try to really grab him early, because Travis Kelsey is a uh, Travis Kelsey is going in the mid third. Travis Kelsey will, will end up rising. Bare minimum to like the middle, the middle second, so you may not be able to get that particular stack later as ADP ADP works its um works its way out. Yeah. So I really like prioritizing that stack and then just again these are just knee jerk reaction. I think that uh, Geno Smith not having worked his way up yet, I think that Geno Smith is a, is a nice guy to be able to 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 grab because to the point of not forcing stacks. If you if you grab Gino's like one of those guys where the wide receivers right now are are currently even though he's priced down a little bit to where he might uh end end up as his price continues to rise the wide receivers right now are, are being drafted after him so I think that Geno Smith is like a nice piece to be able to mix in when you can and then hope that you get a DK Metcalf slip and then uh, Tyler Tyler Lockett's uh, directly aligned with his ADP. Wow, what
0: great examples because that was the first team I drafted Mahomes Kelsey stack bring back with Gino and then lock it at uh 71 that worked out nicely and that's hot the-
1: that's hot I like that
0: yeah yeah that that worked out well I got Izzy there as well so yeah just I mean so much juice just down the line do you want to mention some of these uh discrepancies that we have for individual individual uh, players here
1: yep and this this is gonna, this is gonna be very very quick so this is just um, all all players that had a round nineteen or or higher ADP. So rounds one nineteen or one to round nineteen um, player players that had an ADP within that range in the big board and standard and that don't have an ADP currently. So these are these are all players that will rise. Multiple rounds. Um, De-, De-, De Deontay Hardy is one. He doesn't have he doesn't have an ADP in, in Superflex. Uh, he, in Big Board, he was going round eighteen. Marvin Mims was going around sixteen in Big Board. He doesn't have an ADP. Uh, Israel Abanikanda. Abanikanda. um it doesn't have an ADP. He was going round eighteen. We and over the last three days. He uh, rose nine spots, and all that happened in just one day alone when he had that really, really good pro day. So, mentioned it on the previous podcast, but if you don't, if you don't draft Izzy in the seventeenth round, chances are you're not going to be able to get him in the eighteenth. And I think that his ADP will actually could potentially rise from the seventeenth. We'll end up seeing where it settles. And the the final player on this list is. Irv Smith. Irv Smith doesn't have an ADP and Those just are the since, guys. Yep. Just since he had signed uh since AdSense, he had uh jumped 14, 14 yeah, spots hopefully, into round 19.
0: Uh, you listen to this right away because there's that windows these windows are gonna close fast. All right, players to buy based off positional discrepancies here.
1: Um So the yep, so these are these are players based off their their positional ADP, so where they rank positionally, so like the very first one on the list as an example james robinson in um uh james james robinson in superflex is being drafted as like well he's not he's not being drafted but he's tied for like rb70 he, james robinson was going as rb rb61 that's a 9 point positional uh, uh positional gap so J- james robinson top of the list um that is that is a guy, uh, to to be able to to be able to buy. It's a, a discrepancy right now within the market. Number two, you want to hit it real quick, Bun. Anthony Richardson, uh, here
0: he is again. I wonder uh, how quickly this one's going to change too. Uh, eight spot difference between the big board and where right now Superflex. He is QB thirty versus QB twenty
1: two. Yep, and just just for uh, comparative context, last last year at uh. uh 4 419 which is like right around the the time that the Superflex Big Board closed Malik Willis was uh, uh had an ADP of 84 so like at the end of the 7th round Malik Willis Anthony Richardson Anthony Richardson will a- end up being higher i think that like you're potentially talking like f- round 5 round 5 6 range um pri- prior prior to the draft next on on the list Jerome Ford um doesn't have doesn't have an doesn't have an does doesn't have an ADP. Just right, scoop right, them. Yep. Right, 20th round. Yep. Uh right around that uh uh RB RB seventy range again, just like uh James Robinson was going as uh RB RB66. So that'll be a guy that, that climbs. And then we have mentioned mention all these guys together because these are uh the 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 premium the premium price guys. And Superflex right now, Tyreek Hill is going as wide receiver nine. He's wide receiver four and he, uh, big board standard. That's a five-point gap. And right now, currently, he's going in the third round. Cooper Cup, um, going as wide receiver seven. Uh, finished g- going as wide receiver three in standard big board. That's a four-point gap. And then the big one, and this is just a massive, massive priority because he's for sure to end up being a first-rounder. Um, I have probably... I put it on Twitter and that was the first team that I drafted. It's probably going to be my best team on paper this entire tournament. It makes me almost its actually kind of deflating, but big priority Christian McCaffrey. He'll end up being a first rounder going in the second three point gap, um, going as RB four right now when, and the big board standard one is RB one. Yeah. That's a fun one. Uh, A couple other quarterbacks mentioned here, Trey Lance, uh, which he's going to fall. Yeah. Yep. We don't need to mention him.
0: Uh, Kentucky Levi's and people are starting to jump on him. So this might also be short lived as the pictures have
1: hit social media. Very veiny, very muscular. And you, you honestly, you honestly would think that 90% of the lobbies are, are women the way that people are jumping to, I get it, man, to to buy, to
0: buy Levi's. Yeah. I mean, the the dude's got some, uh, he's at least got some upside, you know, right situation. If he puts in the work, Yada yada. People were jumping to get him though. Yep. Jake Ferguson here. Uh the late round dart at tight end that we mentioned on the previous episode. But he is tight end 26 here. Uh three spot difference between where he was on the big board and closing out, DJ Shark. He's wide receiver 71 in the super flex. Round 14. All right, players to fade based
1: off positional
0: discrepancies
1: here. I want to lead. I want to lead with this. I want to lead with this uh, first one because I I don't think that this will end up being the case because uh, a report's come out that they're supposedly that uh, they're going to be rolling with him as a starter. But De- Desmond Desmond Ritter currently going as quarterback uh, uh, twenty eight in super flex, whereas he was going as QB thirty three in big board standard. That was that was a 5 point gap and then all these guys are just 3 3 point uh discrepancies positionally just I, I Isaiah Hodgins, booty which don't touch booty cuz that's the booty that only continues to fall Allen Robinson uh St- Stefan Stefan Diggs which Stefan yeah i actually i actually think that he's a little bit interesting because he's like always being the first uh, wide receiver or one of the, one of the first wide receivers being drafted but wide receiver five currently going as wide receiver two and um aj Brown currently wide receiver three going uh, or, uh uh standard wide receiver six good nuts like it
0: all right let's get a quick sentiment check here just hit the yellow button and i gotta get back in these lobbies. So last three days, uh, closing
1: out, uh, or the last day here, and then the last three days. This is on the big board. Then it, it, this this is not this is not big big board superflex. So this is just sentiment that was reflective of the last three days for the standard big board. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Which, uh, yep. So
0: all right, some of these names, if you listen to the last episode, will sound familiar, but. Brock Purdy, we talked about him. The uh, up and down volatility in his price, big loser. But then last couple of days, he shot up. In just the last three days, up seventeen point six. Irv Smith
1: signing with the Bengals. He's up fourteen point four in the last three days. People, people. Sorry, sorry uh, I just want to jump in on Brock Purdy. People uh, really are like jump jumping in at that in that eighth round right now. So like i I think that. Like, there, there's, there's a chance that you could get him within the ninth, but I feel like people are seeming comfortable to be able to get Brock Purdy within the eighth. Stay I'm frosty. getting way too much Sam Donald early. Oh, boy. Izzy, up
0: 8.7 in the last three days. Mentioned him as a guy who, you know, probably 17th round and maybe you're going to have to go a little bit higher. Samaje, up 6.8 in the past three days. Just that situation continues to... Uh, you know, people are realizing Sean Payton, remembering what he did with running backs and the opportunity that Samaj could have there. Damian Harris up 4.9 spots the past three days. Rashad Penny, there's the three. There they are. Samaje, yeah. Damian, and Rashad Penny, the loafer, up 4.6 in the past three days. Adam Thielen's up a little bit, up four spots. David Montgomery, Jalen Warren, Alexander Madison rounding us out there.
1: Yep, those are all. Those are all the just very, very recent positive, positive sentiment um, leading leading candidates that you know be have to be able to sift, sift your way through these drafts. It's going to be chaotic, but uh, those are the names that drafters right now are seem to be more willing to to click. And as Purdy goes up, Trey Lance
0: falls. Trey Lance is the biggest loser here on the sentiment check over the past three days down. 9.8 spots. Baker Mayfield down 4.2 and Mac Jones uh, brings in the top three quarterbacks here in Fallers. He's down 3.6. We have Belichick coming out saying, I don't know if he's a starter just today. So now we have that poor report on top of this. Poor Mac Jones. Wonder if it's zappy time again or what's going on there.
1: Yep, we will, we will see. And then after, after Mac Jones, Kareem Hunt, Kareem hunt's been been like just because it's that free agency influx hasn't signed anywhere he's just only been continuing to fall he's been down four uh four spots and then all these guys uh fall really just down 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 three spots so a spot a day but still um within within the top 10 you have Isaiah Isaiah Hodgins and I think that that's just a big part of that is you're able to get Slayton and Paris Campbell later, uh, Booty, Isaiah Likely, um, Zach Zach Ertz, Hunter Henry, and Terrace Marshall. So all those guys don't feel like you need to be you need to be reaching past ADP uh, to to get them because there's a likelier chance than not. With the exclusion of some of the quarterbacks, just because overall quarterback pricing is gonna gonna increase, that the other remain the other skill positional players at their ADP will fall. Yep, and it's just good to know the guys who are falling and have been falling.
0: Like I guess the one here I would just call as Cream Hunt, because then when you're in a draft and they fall even more from the ADP that they're at, you're just getting an even bigger discount uh, for where they obviously were coming from. So just look for followers among the followers.
1: Stay, stay. Flexible out there, anchors anchors positionally early, and then fill fill and let the draft come to you within within these super flexes. That that's, beautiful. It's, it's the best way to dominate It's them. an art. I mean, the super flex, I think you don't want to it's miss my it.
0: favorite. Uh, it just makes drafting uh, every draft is way so
1: entirely fun. different, and you just you can you don't want to over allocate early to a position because if you do that, you could be missing out on the opportunity later within the draft. That with super flex, um, is very is extremely more abundant, um, and important of a of a concept comparatively to standard drafts. Let's go draft, volatility, chaos. Let's have some fun. Whew.